0: What are the feelings that I should like? Uh, happy. Mhm. Uh,
1: tasting nice ice cream.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And uh, new haircut freshness feeling. <laughs> and
2: aroused. Don't forget aroused. What does never, that mean? Never aroused. forget
1: aroused.
0: Never forget aroused. It's, does that mean just like aroused interest? Like, oh, oh, like that.
1: No, no, that's a skeksis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want out to the gasling. <laughs> um. Don't have Skeksis emotions, guys. That's that's should be taken as read.
0: No matter the situation, the Chamberlain is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, he's in the sewer. He's doing that. He's eating, <laughs> uh, you know, a fine turkey leg. He's doing that. He's getting his clothes ripped off by his old friends, and they're tearing him apart, and he's, mm, mm. (laughs) he's a wonderful man.
1: Tell them to vacate to your bowls. Send them an email and say, hey, vacate (laughs) on these nuts, sucker. And just see what they say. They might be impressed by your go-get-em attitude.
0: Yeah, they might be impressed. I hope I didn't ruin everything.
1: That's how people think they'll get hired to Destructoid these days. Send an email to one of the editors, you know, Nero, or or even me, or Dale. Just be all, Jim Sterling's a prick. (laughs) You should hire me. It'll be great. We'll have arguments. Because he's got that much time.
2: I've they, always loved the, you know, I hate everything you do, I could do it better, you should hire me pr- approach.
1: Yeah, yeah, like they think like they think life is like one of those movies where, where we'll just put our cigar out and just, I like you, kid! You got guts! We need more writers with guts around here! Now get me photos of that goddamn Spider-Man! You stupid, ugly shit! That's the kind of attitude we like around here, insulting the fuck out of each other. And telling people to get photos of the spider, man. Um, but just a little note, if you are a, a hopeful video game journalist, and God help you if you are, um, insulting editors that might hire you, or their publications, actually doesn't work. It really doesn't. Um... I'd hate to to drop this A-bomb, this A-hole bomb of wisdom on your face and testicular area if you've got testicles. Otherwise, sad for you, they're great, to be honest. A lot of fun and so versatile. Um, And that's the point of what I'm trying to say, is testicles are good to play with make friends with, have conversations about. What are we talking about, Jonathan? I've forgotten.
0: We were talking about balls and uh, insults and people sending emails. I can't believe people, yeah, the, the, what do they, do they really want? What do they want? They want to feel good. It always comes back to that, doesn't it? And it's a, it's a feel-good time for them to just be like, that guy said the thing. I don't like it. I'm going to let someone else know and feel bad that I didn't like the thing he said. And then they email a man who's working hard to do stuff uh, for real and just trouble him
1: with a long attack at some other man. It happens like every day. Multi-time. Speaking of which, uh huh. Speaking of which, yeah. Matt Borealis.
0: Matt Borealis. David Borealis?
1: <laughs> David Borealis, a.k.a. Yeah. Matt Borealis, a.k.a. Television's Angel. Uh, is yet to respond to my requests for him to change his name officially to matt borealis I've got to, I have to give you this official update because this is a running this is one of those stories that is just going to run and run jonathan it 's like the presidential election or in video game terms you know something like the the, the PlayStation network hack from a couple of years back. It's one of those stories where the people want to know, the people need to understand. David Bore... Here's the thing. I follow David Boreanaz slash Matt Borealis on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. I send most of my... uh, I hesitate to use the words um, pestering. My conversation, my one-sided conversations with Matt Borealis, I send him on Twitter. Nowhere else, Jonathan. I'm not a monster yet. And I'm still following him, which means he's not blocked me. But he's also not responding to me. Either one of those situations would be better than what he's doing. The fact he's not blocked me for, to be honest, as you said last week, hurting him from a distance... The fact he's just letting it carry on. And also because, you know, I've got a fair few... Nowhere near as many as him, but I've got a fair few followers on Twitter myself. So when I mention Matt Borealis, a lot of other people mention Matt Borealis. And he's yet to nip this in the bud. And I, that bothers me.
2: To like, me, that just says he's on board. He just can't figure out the right way to come <laughs> out in favor of it.
0: We just finished talking about how when people email Nero... Be like, that, ah, Jim Sterling, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, why would you do that? What a senseless act. And then you just go on Twitter and immediately are like, Matt Boreanaz, no, Borealis, right? Like yeah. Aurora? Like Aurora, yeah. Love me or hate me. Change your name or die or whatever you do. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't <laughs> and, do that. You unfair. You did this last week where you I... accused me of saying, you should be Matt Borealis, you fool. <laughs> I, I've not called him a fool. I've not threatened to kill him. I have yeah. Why would I get the idea that you would say those kinds of things to a Last guy? Last weekend, mm-hmm. I-, I was watching Angel, as I do at the weekends. That's my downtime. I can do what I want. Watching a- Television's Angel, created by Joss Whedon and some others, and I was just tweeting at Matt Borealis, telling him my favourite bits from it. Just things like I like the bit when Television's Angel punched a vampire in the arm really hard. And the vampire cries and said, Ow, that hurt. And Matt Boreala said, Yeah, that's why I did it, you idiot. (laughs) That
0: that really happened?
1: The bit where Angel just shouts at all the demons and says, I'm going to kick you in the head, you stupid demon. (laughs) Did that really...
0: I haven't seen enough of that show. Did that happen in those shows?
1: And I said, Jonathan, I, uh-huh. liked, I liked the bit where television's like... I was including Matt Borealis on all of this so that he knew what I liked. I said my favorite bit, my best bit, was when Matt Borealis took his jacket off and then spent several days flying around a parking lot dropping books onto cars. On sedans and things. And that, you know, I, it was a great episode. People agreed. Someone on Twitter said if they were David Boreanaz, they'd really hate me now. But I thought it was good. I was telling him what I liked about the show. It was a fun episode when he took his jacket off and flew around. And people were like, you know, you had Lorne and and, uh, Cordelia Chase and Wesley Wyndham Price all going, Come down, Angel, you fool. Stop it. Those books are expensive and the cars are other people's. You're going to have to come down and when you do, we're going to grab you. And Angel's like, fuck off, he's shouting, like just flying around. Fuck off, my jacket's off and I've got enough books to last me a couple of days. And if if I run out, I can just swoop down onto a Camaro and and grab the ones I've dropped.
0: It's, uh... (laughs) He... I mean, remember, he has been stalked. He has been, um... You know, e-fondled. He's gotten so many emails. It's just be like, oh, now I'm cupping the, the very rear of your rear and kind of reaching around and feeling the sack that's been... Ending. He's gotten so many. So <laughs> many of those. You know? Th- th- hundreds of thousands. Maybe millions of those. Tweets and emails and, and personal mails, you know, sent. Fan mails. They, they usually have some to go through your fan mail, but I'm sure some have leaked in. And, and then now he's got you, too. Now he's got, and he never. Oh, he got no Bono's involved. <laughs> Bono from U2. Yeah, you,
1: you May- just said he's got them to deal with.
0: <laughs> he might have Bono to deal. I would imagine Bono. Dear,
1: you know. dear David, poor <laughs> Hello, dear. I am Bono Fox, the singer from that great old band Yoto. Sometimes I call myself Mephisto, or the shiny man. And I was just watching televisuals, Angel. And I got to thinking, you, should be called Matt Forealis. Because I'm Bono Fox. And I help out all the starving people with my charities. Lots of love and good luck on the next season of Bonds." Bono, Fox, out to you too.
0: Ah, uh, Bones. It, so, is yeah. that what
1: you're saying, basically? Is I should pose as Bono, Vox uh,
0: if...
1: from um, the hit pop group U2, who did such songs as "Elevation" and and the sweetest thing, and <laughs> tell David Boreanaz as as Bono, Fox that. He should change his name to Matt Borealis Although really He he would say Matt Borealis uh, But Ireland that, What? He'd say Because he is Bono Vox He would say you Change your name to Matt Borealis Ireland <laughs> Because that is where I'm from And that means I'm always thinking about it it
0: is it is strange that more celebrities don't take advantage of all the fun they can have with this kind of thing. If I were Bono, I would do stuff like that. <laughs> I would just call up an actor who's all right and be that like, new be- idea, name change, I said hmm. so.
2: Could be part of the reason why you're not Bono. Oh, no, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I think, I, think the peop- I think once you, t- t- you know, reach a certain level of uh, attention and awareness of you... Mm-hmm. There are enough there, people there to stop you from doing that shit, damaging your image and their income. Oh, geez, you're a real party pooper. The I am. Uh, other
0: guys have gotten away with it. The uh, the guy who plays Castiel, he's a huge star. I'm sorry, who? That what is West Castiel? Hill? What are you he about? He is on a show called Supernatural, and right. he does uh, little pranks like this all the time, and he has a huge Twitter following, even bigger than mine. It's <laughs> a big deal so, <laughs>
1: positive, you can I've seen some episodes of Supernatural prankster. It's not that bad Alex um, blasts through it um, I think because she thinks That Sam and Dean are Dishy dream boats yeah. um, they, they hover up here. Uh So yeah I know Who Castiel is He is the, the man with the coat on He's
0: pretty pretty uh, funny Character
1: He's he is like quite amusing. Between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that like hilarious uh, fish-out-of-water type.
2: I mean, I suppose that can be your thing. I mean, you look at what uh, Bill Murray's doing now, just, like, showing up at Brooklyn parties, uh, you know, uninvited, unannounced.
0: I had not heard about this. Is that what Bill Murray's doing
1: now?
2: Apparently. He just shows up at parties.
1: <laughs> what else is he doing at the moment? It's well, probably exactly. Just, I, I'm Bill Murray. I might as well. Yeah. That's a good attitude to have. I respect him all the more.
0: And of course, Andy Kaufman made a whole career out of it. And when he stopped doing stuff like that, that's when nobody cared about him.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Sadly, he didn't last much longer after that. So I'm right. Nice.
1: He died, Jonathan.
0: He did die of,
1: uh, of an illness.
0: Right. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: It's, uh, it was
1: just one <laughs> of those shit.
0: moments, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: he's he was one of my you know, like, I mean, obviously I was too young to have even come close to getting any of it when he was acting, although I did watch Taxi and I liked Latke, uh, because that was just a lovable character. And I can see why he would loathe doing it. Um, but, uh, you know, as I as I grew to appreciate comedy in various forms, he was brilliant. And it, I. I don't know. Yeah, you want to talk about a guy who could do practical jokes, that's fine, but then you can never move away from it if that becomes your thing. Mm-hmm. You're doomed to that forever. You you got to be completely into it. You got to be pulling some prestige level shit. You know, right. where that that's now your life. My I mean, drama so
1: teacher mm-hmm. told me off. Oh. When I did when I used to study drama and performing arts and all that shite. Um I vaguely remember her accusing me of being too much like Andy Kaufman in the stuff we did. What? As opposed to... I barely even knew who he was back then. He never really made it that big in Britain. Yeah. I, it was only years later that I actually sort of became aware of him and paid attention to him. But, but, um, yeah, I was accused of all that. Just to be honest, I was an asshole all the time at college. That's what me and my friend Leo did.
0: Uh, but then that's what Andy Kaufman was to your drama teacher that was like her code for you being an asshole was like don't Andy Kaufman it I think
1: she thought I was trying to be Andy Kaufman when I was no I really was just trying to be an asshole (laughs) that was the point of it
0: well I don't understand why it would be bad to be like a huge success like Andy Kaufman uh, Other than what Conrad said which is you do paint yourself in a corner after a while uh, Sasha Baron Cohen he's not able to be as famous and liked as he was Because they liked it when he did that one thing where he pretended to be a, a jerk who with an accent And now he can't do that anymore really He tried. He's still
2: trying, but it's not. Uh, I'm not finding it funny at all. Yeah, people can't. It wasn't that funny the first time, I don't think. Well, maybe. Okay, the first time, probably, but even by the time we got to Borat. By the time we got to the movie, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, Because Ali G was really entertaining. Sure.
0: Yeah, I like that show a lot. I liked all the characters on that show. Um, But anyway, video games, guys. Oh? Come on! Hmm? What? Come on, what? video games. I have been seeing it on Destructoid.com. A lot of stories getting written with a lot of comments on them. Good God, Jim Sterling, you wrote a story. Something simple, something uh, we've written about in some capacity before. A few times, actually. Gamers urge Nintendo for a playable Zelda because, mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, we've seen it. We've done posts on Destructoid uh, showing character designs for what a Zelda game would look like if it starred Zelda. Uh, we've done stories about uh, hacks for Legend of Zelda 1, so you play Zelda instead of Link. There was one that was a really good drawing by um, by Joachim uh, Sandberg that he redesigned Zelda as a playable character. I've been meaning to post it forever, but I forgot until right now. Uh, people really talking about this subject.
1: It's a hot topic. Yeah. What Um, what do you guys think? I was told that the comments were really upsetting and saddening. I've not read them actually. 941.
2: They're a little bit of a a bummer.
1: Yeah, if we've got to 900, there's gonna be some awful ones in there. Just laws of averages. Um, So I've not really read the response to it. All I did was sort of, I, I checked out the Facebook group, which was incredibly positive and a lovely little group. Um, So I'm surprised that I'm hearing Through the grapevine that there's been a lot of negativity Attached to it but I don't give a fuck to be honest Whether there's negativity attached to it I see no real legit good reason Why a a, a game Starring Zelda as a playable character Would be a bad thing Um, You know the, the worst I got from someone was I mentioned that I think this would be a pretty rad thing On Twitter and someone Replied with just Disagree (laughs) Just just disagree Wow And I got no real There was no other dissent With more insight than that Just disagree Just. I mean if you've got no I I don't want to judge people Based on what they I was about to say I don't want to judge people based on what they say But that's kind of what you do isn't it Um, So I I do (laughs) want to judge people Based on what they say So when you say that I see no harm in having a a game starring a woman uh, character and someone says disagree. I I do kind of, of I, I, you come across as a bit of a dick idiot boy.
0: <laughs> just a bit of a one. Not um, uh, not big, that big a one because they're not insulting you. They're not insulting anyone. They're just announcing a lack of
1: agreement. Yeah, they they're disagreeing on something that There seems to be no real reason why it would be harmful. Um, And they're not providing any reason why it would be harmful. So they've just got this knee jerk aversion to a game starring a a, a female character, which is confusing to me. Um, You know, Zelda's not an unpopular fixture in Super Smash Bros. Princess Peach, you know, she's got her own game. People are excited that she's in Super Mario 3D World. I could see only positive. Sides to this, unless the game's bad, but that That's wouldn't be it. The, that That's wouldn't be the fault is. of Zelda. It would be the no, fault of the wouldn't. game being bad.
2: But then when and you know maybe Nintendo's better about this than some of the others. But then the numbers come back on that game, and that becomes the reason. Mm. It's, and it's, they don't do another game with a female character. You know, I mean,
0: statistically, when it comes to action figures, when it comes to uh, television shows. Of that ilk of the of the fantasy um, teen friendly kid friendly you know as opposed to like Game of Thrones or something which you know people of all ages like but it's certainly intended for adults um, once you go below adult for whatever reason statistically they always sell way worse like. All the female action figures of any line always sell way, way worse than even like Orko or whatever. Like the the sorceress sold crap compared to Orko, and who cares about Orko? Yeah, but, um, yeah I mean
1: there are many other factors with that though. That's the problem because they, especially with games, they say that um, games with female protagonists sell half as much as games with male protagonists. But then other research is telling us that they're also marketed half as much. Mm-hmm. That they have. Half as mu- the publisher at, at base level has half as much faith in them before they go out the gate, so that just becomes a self fulfilling prophecy,
2: not mm-hmm. to mention
1: the fucking sorceress. She's she's barely a character That's the other problem with these um, You know shows aimed at kids that age And and a lot of fantasy stuff Is no one's going to buy the merchandise For a female character Because those properties Don't bother making us care about the female characters She sits in the room That's what she does She She makes the the magical hole Sometimes she's a bird for a minute you know, you compare that to fucking uh, the skull faced man who's constantly going, Yeah! You're very You know, of course you're gonna get the yellow skeleton blue man mm. who's going, ah, Yeah! He man! Like, that's entertaining! A woman just going, Ooh, He-Man, I am a bird for a minute. Like, that's not amusing. I don't want to toy her that. Sorceress is boring, and it's not because she's a girl. It's because the people who made the show said, She's a girl, make her a bird for a second.
0: <laughs> and Tila, she uh, is in the corner.
1: <laughs>
0: she's, there. she's on screen sometimes So of course her ta- a toy didn't sell Yeah I'm with you with Whenever she's
1: on screen she's always with Man at Arms
0: mm-hmm.
1: And Man at Arms is there Saying oh, I've got a moustache <laughs> And and Taylor's just saying Nothing because she's just there oh, I've got a moustache I'm going to fight And then Prince Adam's like oh yeah And then is like oh, oh I'm scared Over here And then you cut, and then there's Beastman going, Oh, oh, He-Man, I'm going to punch you now. And then Merman's like, Oh, go as well. And then uh, Prince Adam says, Oh, no. Well, I better go be He-Man now instead. And then he gets a sword and goes, What the power of the big castle. And then there is lightning, and he goes... And then he points the sword at the cat, and the cat's just like, I'm just a fucking cat, leave it alone, bro. And he's like, No, fuck off. And he shoots the cat, and then the cat gets a big red helmet and goes, like that. And then um, Skeletal's like, I'm gonna get you now, my hand Aah. And then the sorceress is like, oh, no, I have a bud." And then the music goes, da-dun, 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 da And then he kicks Skeletor in the face. And he says, fuck off. Fuck off, Skeletor. You're not getting Castle Greyhead today, you stupid skeleton bastard. Go, on, go. On! And then Triclops has three eyes.
0: That sounds great. I'd watch that episode. Uh, at it, some point, though... That's uh, my plan
1: to he- reboot for the series. <laughs> <laughs> that, every episode. Exactly.
0: Just you yelling? <laughs> <in aeration laughs> yeah, they, they're the going s- to have to animate around it. <laughs> my favorite thing about He-Man is almost every episode he would go... <laughs> 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 like, some, some. he'd have to lift something every episode and he would have the same three grunts yeah. And it would take him three pushes to like, oh, Castle Grayskull has fallen down. One second, guys. <laughs> 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 so, always always I was waiting for that part every episode.
2: Anyway, how are you guys?
1: <sighs> Fantastic. How are you, Conrad? I'm I'm
2: yeah, thoroughly thoroughly stuck now in like 1983. Yeah. So thanks for that.
1: I'm I getting the... a bit of a spot coming up on the right, directly on the front of my nose. So it's all turning red. So I look like a big fat pudgeo the clown. <laughs> this is the worst thing that's ever happened to a person.
0: I hate that the tip of the nose pimple.
1: Always, is... like I, it's not like I've never had acne in my life, but it's oh, pretty good. But well, it's the trade-off is is that I've also just never stopped having like. Bits of spots that come in the worst places. And that's my life. Just growing (sighs) horns and clown noses. That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. It's It's because my hormones are like just fucked. I mean, listen to me. (laughs) Clearly there's some imbalance going on. They used to call me hipster at school long before hipster was a term. Just because I've got girls' hips childbearing hips
0: really hipster but not like your hip and fashionable no, and it was like just you this... truly had nice hips
1: it was just this guy he was fatter than me he just used to look at me and go hipster because of my mental i've never got myself checked but i'm assuming i've got mental hormones i must do you should check it out that would be very
0: interesting to find out you might as well know Maybe you've got cool hormones. Maybe you've got the new hormones. Maybe you've got the cure for any problem with your hormones. You could be the, the patient zero. You could be the, the, the savior. You could be the one traveling cross country with the beard guy. You're the next stage in
2: human evolution.
0: Yes, you could be. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Unless you go to the doctor and have the hormone uh, drawn and scanned. You won't know.
1: I better not. <laughs> I just, it, it's just easier if I never see a doctor ever. It is. Because I know what they're going to say. I know everything they're going to tell me, because I know what's wrong with me. They know what's wrong with me. But if we never convene in the same room, those things will just stay locked away in a secret closet in my brain where no ill will ever come of them it's a It's an attitude
0: that I can respect. I wish more people took it on. There's a, there's a lot of people clamoring for me to stop doing the things I like to do because they don't like what I do. Uh, I think they should stop paying attention to it, like how you've stopped paying attention to doctors, but they think I mm. should just stop. So it's as though you wanted all doctors to stop because they thought it was good to doctor. You're like I don't like when you doctor me, so all doctors just stop it
1: exactly it's It's a selfish attitude where it, you've got the problem mm. um but they expect other people to fix it it's It's the very same with David Boreanaz, who's you know assuming I'm gonna stop asking him to be called Matt borealis instead of just fucking doing the decent honorable thing and changing his fucking name to Matt borealis come would
0: on be- <laughs> it would be easier for him to. Like, How do you know he has? To, it yeah, would maybe be easier, he has changed his name.
1: It'd be easier for me.
0: <laughs> he could have done it. He might just not have said it.
1: He better do it. <laughs> That's not a threat. I'm just saying he better do it. I might hurt myself. You don't know.
0: Well, it, what if you were to... Like, we talked about Bono. Bono could probably get him to do it. If you were the head of EA, do you think you could just decree it? Like do you think you could uh, Outweigh uh, The interest of David Borealis Boreanis, I don't even know his name anymore
1: At this point the listeners are expecting Me to say I could outweigh anything Oh, I I don't want to say it But they're all thinking it So the only way I'm going to win in this Situation is if I point it out first Not that that's going to stop some people Because thus cheated Out of their own fat joke They will either just say it themselves again in a slightly reworded way or they will then just point at me and say you're fat um, to, just to make sure they get their their oats out of the bargain um, sorry carry on oh it's terrible I don't know why people feel the urge
0: I don't know makes them feel good they should feel bad when they do that not good but anyway uh, if, you were the, the, if you had more people under your control like EA does
1: instead of just you
0: <laughs> well, David Boreanis is his name He's got some power, but not as much as EA So if you were to outpower him by becoming champion of EA Could you just make a game saying starring Matt Borealis and put his face on it And buy his face from the owners of the face copyright for Angel or whatever And then just decide, There, there it is guys he is Matt Borealis. Bur- Bur- What's his name?
1: Matt Borealis.
0: That's his real name or his fake name? I don't even... See, it's worked on me. <laughs> I have no idea what this guy's name it's is. It's
1: the Goebbels approach. You just tell a lie long enough and everyone will start calling David as Matt Borealis. That's exactly what Goebbels said. As that was what most of the national socialist party of uh 30s and 40s germany was all about was about changing david Boreanaz's his name so they could remember it better and then enjoy angel a lot more
0: that was uh 1940s though they couldn't have he was matt borealis nazi Boreanaz, time travel david...
1: <sighs> <sighs> what it's <this> is <sighs> that's what you know what the nazis were like always making uh, deals with the occult mm-hmm. and always using space-age technology to go back and forth in time and or the moon.
0: I didn't know that about the uh, Nazis.
1: Uh, bro, do you even video games? <laughs> That's what they do. So, it stands to reason that someone went for maybe Albert Speer, went forward to the late 90s, early 2000s, got a couple of VHSs of Television's Angel, brought them back... And Hitler watched it and said, "Oh, I quite like that. I I tell you what, Himmler, I'd like it a lot more if he changed his name to Matt Borealis." And Himmler's like, "Oh, oh, I think that would be lovely. That'd be just smashing. That maybe we should, maybe we should ask him on Twitter." I don't know what Twitter is, it hasn't been invented, yeah. We will invent it. Using Nazi technology. Ooh.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was just a little just a little slice of, of life in National Socialist Germany.
0: It sounds like one of the better Monty Python sketches where the lady is, you know, like, OH! A new brain! <laughs> and then the comes in and is like, new brain. You remember that one? It's a good one. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, are you the new CEO of EA, Jim? Uh, I did crown
1: myself it today.
0: Oh, all right. I wanted to get the official word. So a lot of fans are-
1: were asking me questions about what I do in certain situations. I lost uh, 20 followers at least and counting doing that because I spent what? all afternoon answering questions from people. Why would anyone stop following you if you did that? Because people are weird about Twitter. If you make more than five tweets in a row, you are spamming them. Even though the definition of spam is that it comes unbidden rather than invited, which is what you do. And you follow someone on Twitter. Um, five plus,
0: tweets in a row. Like how how long are you supposed to space them out? I don't, I don't know, like, know,
1: but I did about twenty tweets in a row.
0: Like in a, <laughs> in twenty minutes. Or? In
1: all caps. <laughs> answering questions. You know, people are like. Uh, there is a successful shooter uh, on the market, what do you do? And then in all caps I reply with, copy it, but more expensive. Cause just proving that I belong uh, with EA as their new CEO, or aka leader of the Decepticons.
0: <laughs> what were you, uh, I thought it was uh, particularly good one when, when people asked, what do you do when you launch a game? And it just doesn't work at all on the first day.
1: Yeah, and I said something like, do nothing. <laughs> that we, we Say, planned for that this was expected yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was this was expected because they do if you launch with always online drm you know it's not going to work the first few days and that's the bit i find unforgettable yeah,
0: yeah that's I the bit that i, I was, can't wait, stand i'm surprised you didn't get more followers out of that because that was a it was a hot
1: i week. got a few and i think it kind of ban- like like reduce the damage but it didn't I think because I picked up a lot of followers during E3 someone said the other day that they've been following me since E3 so for the past couple of weeks and they're like I don't know who you are you just said something about the Xbox One and I liked it so I followed you um I feel it's important to do those kinds of big Well, I knocked my microphone I think it's right. kind of important to do these big spammy things now and then just to really weed out the ones who shouldn't be there no. the ones who um you know don't realise that uh You are who you are. Last time I did it was Harry Potter when I was making up titles like Hunky, Prunker, and the "giblet of Flurm things.
0: I always figure that's why you have so many followers. Uh, Gets you plenty of retweets. People are tweeting and retweeting what you've tweeted and, and talking about it amongst their friends. Lee Alexander, getting all excited about your tweets. Spreading them across the what? web sphere. Oh, sure.
1: Yeah, Alexander's like, oh. never been excited for my tweets. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure.
0: think she was. I think your tweets about. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Just talking about tweets. It's so <laughs> stupid. Um, it's dumb. Yeah, last year, when you were talking about uh, the new PS3 game, Book of Magic, uh, made by the Harry Potter person, she liked your tweets about oh, that. Oh, wow.
1: She didn't even like me back then. I think she did. It's amazing. And we've she only is... become sort of friendly with each other. And you've known
0: each other for
1: five years, six years? Yeah. Well we were always very standoffish because we didn't um agree on anything. <laughs> and now we kind of agree on several things. And now we are um all right. Now I'm <laughs> friends with her on her Facebook and sometimes I say hello. <laughs> and sometimes she says hello as well.
0: And it's all public. That's the weird thing about this, is I know more about what Lee Alexander thinks of you than you do, because it's all public, and I'm, like, paying attention. I think of you two as such fun champs, and uh, I think people want you two to be friends. So do it for us. (laughs) Okay? Just get on that.
1: You got it. Uh, For the people, when I see Lee Alexander at uh, an event or something, I will say, Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she will say hello And then yeah, we I'll will say for it. the people <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah I'll take a picture And tweet it Jonathan uh, Yes,
1: As you know mm. I have been trying to turn you Into a Hollywood icon
0: uh. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: uh. uh. Yeah well, you're not going to be a Hollywood icon with that attitude, sir. Yeah, seriously. I, I, Actually, true. knowing Hollywood icons, that's probably the exact <laughs> <laughs> attitude that would work. <laughs> I'm famous. I have money. I've got problems with I don't it. really care about any of this. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I'm a ego waving. i got paid a shitload of money to be Megatron, and I don't give a fuck. I forgot he was Megatron He was good He was uh, a good part He didn't yeah. give a fuck That was mm-hmm. a bit of a controversy this uh, week As Hugo Weaving was like The role meant nothing to me He was asked like, <laughs> about it It didn't mean anything I, I've never even met Michael Bay I just did a remote recording Literally phoned it in uh, And then Michael Bay got all snappy And was like Oh I love it when Hollywood actors Who got paid millions Start slagging off roles um, So there was a bit of an upset there um, But for someone who was phoning it in and who isn't Frank Welker, a.k.a. The Awesome Man, he did a good job. I didn't think he... Actually, I've got that on the mind because tomorrow's Movie Defence Force movie review is the first uh, Michael Bay Transformers film. Mm -hmm. So that's a thing. Uh, So I've been steeped in Hollywood majesty, Jonathan, thinking about Michael Bay. Hollywood glitz and glamour And explosions and helicopters And as you know we started this last week With Soda Baby Trying to get you To follow up and Make your long awaited comeback After being out of the Hollywood spotlight For so long Because um, you had a massive success with MTV's Road Rules Northern Trail Ugh <laughs> You were in it I
0: was. People are talking about it again. You used
1: to go on road rolls and say, what are you talking about, the Willis?
0: I wish I did. I tried to throw in as many uh, catchphrases as I could. Like, it was so annoying to the other people on the show who were just trying to be... They weren't trying to be normal people either. They were like, what can I do that's so dramatic that's going to make sure that I get in this episode? But I would just be like, who wants some grits? And then they just cut that out. Be like, hey, fannies! And they just cut that out. <laughs>
1: There's so many things they cut out that I just tried to... that I thought would make for a good See, This is this kind of behind-the-scenes controversy that's going to catapult you back in. Entertainment Weekly could pick that up, what you just said. And that yeah. could make us all famous. On, on the Destructoid video game podcast, Podtoid, former... Road Rules Northern Trail star Jonathan Holmes dished the dirt that I when revealing that he asked, sometimes. yeah, revealing this hot juicy info that he once asked the cast if they wanted some grits. I think I did. Yeah. Did they eat the grits? We don't know. <laughs> don't tell them if they did or not, Jonathan, because that'll keep the mystery. That'll keep people listening to Toid. This is going to bump our numbers up big time. We'll get on the soup. We'll get on the soup and that man will will be all like, I can't believe what Jonathan Holmes has done this week. (laughs) Because that's what he sounds like. Um, But anyway, so we're going to really ramp that up. We're going to exploit your um, showbiz past. Have you got got any dirt on the celebrities? Uh, I saw the guitarist
0: for Garbage once and he said that we got a pretty girl for our band because we're all old and uh, uncool, but we thought she would get people to like us.
1: It's Holy pretty shit! Yeah, yeah. This, this is that. gonna get us on the soup. <laughs> um, here's my celebrity showbiz gossip, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah? Oh god, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: uh, oh, I d- I've not met any celebrities. <laughs>
0: You've met, uh you haven't? Like at E3, you didn't meet Hoist Gracie? Or... I,
1: I met no celebrities that Podtoid listeners are going to care about. I oh, could, you I never could, know. I could talk to you about the time I saw Rolf Harris at a zoo, but very few people will understand any of that. Rolf Harris? Exactly. I want to know more.
0: I want to know more.
1: Australian artist who was big in Britain and did a show called Rolf's Cartoon Club. And where he would draw a picture of Tom and Jerry, or he would draw a picture of Daffy Duck, and then show us a cartoon of Tom and Jerry or Daffy Duck, just to prove that he did it. That sounds great! He'd come back and he'd say, see? I told you, I fucking did it correctly. A little shit. <laughs> How to heap out me. Ah, 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 ah. that was his other thing. He'd do music, but it would all be voicey, breathy things. Oh, ah, oh. Ah, ah. Then he'd get his wobble board, which is like a big bit of, of plastic, big sheet of plastic, and he'd wobble it back and forth. and go whip, 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 And then he get his didgeridoo and go, oh, 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 oh,
0: that guy sounds like the best guy for sure.
1: Uh, so hopefully the soup will pick all that up. What I just said—that
0: was hot gossip. You saw him at the zoo.
1: Yeah. Well, I told my it's my hot. John Cleese story once when that man said, in, when John Clee said to a man at dinner, "You're not getting any of my fucking money." So that's hot gossip.
0: That's something you heard about him. My
1: my wife met Peter Steele from Typo Negative when a buzzard hit a car and they had to stop
0: uh typo negative had to stop
1: uh no no, no, no. alex had to stop
0: because of the buzzer because a
1: buzzard hit the car she was in when they were on their way to see music i think they might have been on their way to see typo negative and then stopped at a cafe materia and peter Steele was in there the guy who l- sings like he's jane gum and he's very tall and has, well, he's passed now, hasn't he? He's uh, left this mortal coin. He's died? The typo negative guy died? Yeah, a while back. I had no idea. People probably don't even
0: know what they are. They were, people talk about goth and emo, and it's usually just like a guy being like, oh, so hard, these feelings, oh. And I'm like, that's not goth right really. <laughs> Typo negative is emotional and gothic. Do you remember the way they sang, Jim?
1: I have my face. Put your fucking lotion in the basket. That's how Typho Negative would sing. He did
0: sound like Buffalo Bill a lot of the time. Yeah, they were vampires. They were just dead people singing to you uh, (laughs) about blood and, you know, being sad and being cold. Um, and he died. Ah, that's too bad.
1: But maybe if you didn't know, then Entertainment Weekly doesn't know, and we've just broken more hot news.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe that is a hot news scoop. That is
1: hot news scoop. But talking of hot scoops, mm-hmm. that's my name for you, Jonathan. Hot scoops. Hot scoops. That's gross. I'm gonna phone up uh, movie studios and say, ah, I'm representing Hot Scoops Homes.
0: That's that's really dumb. People would be really annoyed. Of course we don't want to hire a guy named Hot Scoops. Why would you (laughs) you imagine? Why would the the audacity to think they would pay money to involve themselves with Hot Scoops homes? (laughs) (laughs) They would be very irritated for
1: certain. How could you refuse?
0: Very instinctually, I'm, you wouldn't even think about
1: it. I'm representing Hot Scoops Homes, so and I telling you, it's gonna be a great big star. And then, you know, the other guy will be all like, "Well, bring him in. He sounds, <laughs> he sounds hot, and I want the scoop."
0: No, they would. They would sigh. They would <laughs> <sighs> and then you just hear Sheila. Did you, did you put this call through? Or, uh, how many times do I have to tell you uh, And then click <laughs> You would just hear a, a man be mad at his secretary And that's that
1: No cause then I'll I'll drop the stupid voice And just say please <laughs> So that's what they'll hear Just as they hang up. <laughs> no Reverend, I have to go home Please <laughs> click <laughs> <laughs> Anyway Hot scoops
0: Mm, mm-hmm. uh,
1: do you mind if I call you scoops a bubbler?
0: I do, but <laughs> when has that ever mattered? So It's yes. really
1: not stopped me before, has it, Scoops-a-Baby? Not that I'm familiar with, so Scoops-a-Doodle.
0: No. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can't pick your own nicknames, I've tried. Uh, scoops and cream Yeah, you will call me that.
1: Yeah, Scoop-a-Poop. Oh, Poop. Scoop-loops.
0: I am just Poop.
1: A scoop of hotty, hotty, scoop and shoop <laughs> This is what we're living—the Hollywood lifestyle now, Jonathan. That's what—that's what it is. This is going to be like if you think it's this is contained to this episode, you've got no fucking idea.
0: <laughs> really, it's going to go on. You're it, saying this is the lifestyle we started
1: at- until it's so unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point when it's going to stop, because you know what. I'm sick of, of, of finding work for Willem Dafoe when he's not fucking going out and getting it. He's, mm. he's just starring in his own shit, like The Smile Man or whatever he's doing. He won't be in in, in My Cockroach Boyfriend, which is a, an independent horror film I'm working on. He won't be in, you know, District Dafoe or Die on My Dick. You know, Matt Borealis ain't fucking listening to any of my suggestions. <laughs>
0: He might be. He loves uh, small, creative films.
1: Has Gordon Ramsay replied to anything I've I've pitched for him? No. Uh, And all this time, all this time, we had our own celebrity who's due a comeback. People are going to be excited for it. It's going to be like, when Take That reunited.
0: It's, uh... There are a lot of question marks there, but I wouldn't
1: count Defoe out yet. Uh, maybe, I to not. Surprise you. maybe not. Maybe I'll do some more. But right now, we need to get your career off the ground.
0: Oh, uh, off the ground.
1: We need to get hot scoops, <laughs> hot scoops homes up and at them. Okay. So you're gonna come back in dramatic fashion. Boy, I,
0: I, yeah, I'm sorry. I hope that stops being funny soon. <laughs> <laughs> what hot scoops homes? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Is it funny? I don't know. We're what is and not. It's is. pretty funny, Hots. Hots.
1: I just heard Hots. <laughs> I couldn't decide whether, what I was going to go with that, so I just thought, just cut it short. Hots. No, sure. Hots. Holtz. Holtz. Which is a character in TV's angel, so all comes full circle in the end. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Following up on the massive smash success that will be HBO Soda Baby... We're going to move you into Hollywood. We're going to move you into film darling. V for Vendetta fans demand better. They got the film version of V for Vendetta a little disappointed. It kind of missed the point a bit. Um, another film starring Hugo Weaving, actually, mm-hmm. he did a good job, but you know the film was very much it missed a lot of what the comic book was about, and it has some very strong fans. Does Viva Vendetta. And Alan Moore himself, of course, is very protective of the things he does and will disavow anything that, that disagrees with it. I think he's going to be impressed, though, when we say that Hot Scoops Holmes promises the world that he will star in and direct a movie canonical sequel to Viva Vendetta, the comic book.
0: Whoa. What? Uh, uh, Will Alan Moore do it?
1: Entertainment Weekly, feel free to pick this up right now. Jonathan Holmes has gone on record as saying his follow-up to V for Vendetta in many ways eclipses the original Alan Moore comic. Wait, he, as in me, I'm making, I'm writing it too? What am I doing on this? Okay, well let me, let's let's wheel it back and just explain. Um, This is going to be like those cross-promotional things. Like, we all saw how, like, Aliens Colonial Marines the video game was the perfect canonical sequel to Aliens the movie. In the similar way, um, the new V for Vendetta film, it's not going to be a sequel to the original V for Vendetta film. It's just going to directly build off the comic. So it's like, fans who've always wanted to see V on the big screen, here it is. I give you V for Vendetta 2, D for Deep Dickin.
0: It's not going to go over well. I mean, there will be some people uh, that will love it.
1: It's going to be fantastic, right? Here it goes, right? Norse fire's back and better than ever. England is once again under the tyrannical rule of an oppressive fascist state. Natalie Portman is walking home at night. <Lilly> she's a walking, she's a walking. That's the music. She's walking home tonight. She's Natalie Portman. <laughs> and then two police evil men turn round the corners, played by me and Conrad, of course. And we're all just like Natalie Portman's character. What are you doing out so late at night? There's a curfew about. You one of them fucking anarchists or something, you stupid, shitty asshole! And Natalie Portman's alone? like, Oh, no! I'm just late home from work, and I just want to go home. <laughs> Leave me alone, you bloody idiot. I don't take kindly to being called a bloody idiot. You fucking dick! Now I'm gonna go do some bad things to you! Because that's what we do in fascism! Oh, please don't do bad things to me! I wouldn't like it! Tough! Natalie Portman's character! I'm gonna punch you in the head! And just as he's about to punch Natalie Portman's character in the head, right? You come round the corner, Jonathan. Wearing the Guy Fawkes mask, the iconic Guy Fawkes mask, with the black wig hair down to your sort of neck, right? Got the black hat on, got the black cloak, you got your cut-off jean shorts and your mesh tank top. Oh no i would have liked the cloak
0: at least a little You
1: know, they, they can hear it just softly in the distance while they're still threatening, just oh I'm gonna punch you in the head, you bloody mess. And you can just hear that you just faintly you just faintly hear, I don't know if you've ever heard of the song. Um it's called Usher's Yeah. That's that's the official title of the song, Usher's Yeah, from the album Usher's Yeah. You just hear it Da-da, da-da, oh, I've got to punch your head now. Da-da, da-da, yeah, yeah, da-da, da-da, and you come out wearing your Guy Fawkes mask, your wig, your hat, you got two knives in your hands, and um, your mesh tank top, and your cut-off jeans shorts, and flippers, just fucking, like, divers flippers, scuba flippers, you don't give a fuck. Because this is anarchy. This is what it's about. And You're stamping your feet. And you he's got fucking flippers on. And you're like, yes, I am V for Vendetta. And I am an anarchist. I'm wearing flippers because I don't give a fuck. And they're uh, like, oh, I'm going to punch you in the fucking head, you stupid farce arse! And they go over to punch you in the head. And you say, well, I don't think so. And that's when you turn around, right, and show your back to them. And flip your cloak over your head. Right? Pull down your cut off jean shorts, oh. then get on all fours and look over and just say, Right, it's about time you deep dick my asshole. Because <laughs> I'm not me for Vendetta anymore. I'm D. And then you look at the camera and say, For deep dicking. And then Natalie Portman looks at the camera and puts her hands on either side of her face and goes, Whaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa And then the Norse fire policeman says, Don't mind if I do. I'm going to deep dick you till next Sunday. And you'll love it. And then he gets down, this is me playing um the Norse Spy Man, he just thrusts over you and grabs you and, <laughs> and that's getting the fascists.
0: That's how am I teaching the fascists and you, a lesson And
1: it? you dropping your English accent by this point, you're just Jonathan mm. Holmes, you just oh, oh Great Deep Dicking, guys! Oh, oh like that and I'm like Yeah And you're like Oh come on, gang you can jizz in my face as well if you want. And then Conrad How will be like...
0: How is them a lesson? I don't Conrad will be like, yeah, I'm going
1: to jizz in your face. And he turns around and he just starts whacking off in your face. And you're like, oh, I'm getting the deepest dick in my life. And, and then they finish. And then we slink off and say, oh my God, what have we done? <laughs> Deep dicking is illegal in this fascist utopia. And then they shoot themselves in the head because they committed a crime. But you were your booty was just too bootylicious, and that's you saying my booty was just too bootylicious. They had to do it, but they committed a crime and they believe so much in their false fascist ideals that say deep dicking isn't allowed. And they shot themselves in the stupid heads. They could have just dicked me some more, but they shot themselves, idiots. And then the um, uh, no one, un- no limit by two unlimited plays. And you go... And you're dancing, right? You're just like pumping your chest back and forth, raising your arms going... Yeah! No, 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 there's no limit! Too deep dicking! Then the credits roll.
0: What, what what about Natalie Portman? She is okay, or is just ignore, ignore? She
1: couldn't be happier.
0: <laughs> uh, I spontaneously created a new expression today. At my day job I was talking to a psychiatrist about a conversation I was having with a guy who just has the worst ideas. Uh, he's been locked in the psychiatric hospital for a while. we were working really hard to try to get him out. He's got no place to stay. I've been calling all these places to to get him a place to stay. And I'm like, so where do you want to go today? And he's like, "Get me a cab to the barbershop. I'd like to get myself a haircut. I'm like, no, wait, wait, wait. You're homeless. You've got no money. You've got a severe psychiatric illness. You've been committed to the psychiatric hospital by a judge. We've got to make this plan tight and perfect because I don't want you coming back here. Where do you want to go? Haircut. <laughs> This <laughs> is his response and uh the the just talking to this guy who I really like he's a very nice uh guy uh, well meaning guy just hes has trouble prioritizing things in his life it's like uh I described it as um uh being in a room filled with mosquitoes because you're constantly slapping your face you're slapping your forehead, you're slapping your cheeks you're just like oh bad idea one after another, and um that's how people would feel if they saw. D for deep dicking. <laughs> they would just be so sad,
1: slapping their face with sadness the whole time. I I don't know why. <laughs> I, I see nothing wrong with this. It's a good message. Getting or doing a deep dicking is good for you. Accelerates your heart rate. Cardio. Um, it feels nice to get It feels nice to give it out. So long as, you know, everyone's above board with it and, and happy with the arrangement. But... <laughs> but it's a mo- it's a Under movie, a fascist a sequel. dystopia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they'd stop that kind of thing. And you, in in your way. Because cause even though the first guys commit suicide, as you get dicked more and more and deeper and deeper, um, eventually, people come to enjoy it and realise, I can't believe we gave this up. I can't believe we stopped... Deep Dickon in the United Kingdom just because a man with a moustache and a tie said you can't do it anymore. And at the end, you know, that's the big breakout moment when the the final baddie of it is like, oh, I will never stop people from having a bad day. And you're like, oh, well, maybe my ass will uh, change your mind. And he's like, oh, that's uh, he's a good ass. Uh, I guess I wouldn't mind uh, giving it a bit of a dicking. And then you're like, yeah. And then he finally, <laughs> you know, dicks you. Him too. To rapturous applause. Um, Who's you know, plotting?
0: Just off screen?
1: Natalie uh, Portman, me. mostly. Uh, She's been following you around the whole time, just eating. Um, Un- She's broadcasting
2: and- it on an, an uplink to all of the screens all over the world. Yeah, yeah. You see at this point, mm-hmm. point. and so everyone's at home and been watching this, and now they're cheering.
1: Yeah, and as then
2: you get the dicking
1: excited from the, the
2: chancellor. Yeah. They
1: all they all reach onto their chairs and pull out their own Guy Fawkes masks, put them on, march out in the streets, go over to the Houses of Parliament and Big Ben, drop their pants and just start masturbating. You know, there are people shanking it. There are people, you know, getting fishy fingers, doing all of it. Some people sitting on dildos. There's Gordon Ramsay with a guy forks mouths, just saying, oh, "I'm on this day, yeah. Come on, this is great." And that's that's the beauty of life. That's the circle
0: of life, yeah. too. Well, not... the music's
1: just going. The sun's gonna shine on everything you do. Oh, man, get dicked.
0: It's uh not what people want in a V for Vendetta sequel. Why? The, because it uh <laughs> the the <laughs> the it seems as though it's uh, selling itself just on the 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 constant sex uh, between men in the film, <laughs> which is not what I uh, want to see men
1: it. having sex.
0: There's a lot of opportunities for that, but the, to, to use the V for Vendetta uh, it would seem like it was pandering or, or exploiting or one of those words people use for a thing they don't like when it does the wrong thing with the franchise.
1: There's nothing wrong with it.
0: No, nothing wrong. It's just maybe not what Alan Moore had in mind.
1: It's what I want to see. <laughs> I mean, that rarely, if I'm honest, do I watch a film and not think this would be better with a lot more penises? <laughs> just a lot more. Even if
0: there are some already. Oh say, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like
1: more of that. I'll see a penis and say, "Okay, now we're getting somewhere." That's a good. That's a good baseline. Let's build on that. Um, except the other night when I just couldn't handle seeing Silly and Murphy's penis. I, I just couldn't it. handle it. What and was that in? Uh, 28 Days Later. Um, now, I've seen 28 Days Later a lot. I mm. love that film. I fucking love 28 Days Later. I also, you know, I think Cillian is a good-looking boy. And I've mm-hmm. seen his penis in that film many times. Because mm-hmm. I've watched the film many times. I've had no problem looking at it. I'm like, that is Cillian Murphy's penis. I'm happy with this arrangement. But the other night we were watching it and, and I just consciously thought to myself I can't look at his penis today <laughs> And Why? and just looked away What's
0: different about that day? I
1: don't know I just for some reason it, And not in a like repulsed Not in a, an, an upset way It was like it was like say you've eaten a meal And someone asks if you want dessert And you think no I'm full mm-hmm. like, like I've had enough We can skip the meringue. That's what it was like with Cillian Murphy's penis. It was just this conscious, just... If I see that, um, I'm probably... It's not going to enhance my day today. Maybe another time. Quickly look at Twitter on my iPad while it's going. And then tweet about that because it is funny to me what I have just thought. Um so that 's what goes on in my head all the time it 's this constant battle between um needing to see more penis and needing to see less penis mm, a balancing act I suppose. it's it's it 's in many ways a cosmic balance it 's the forces of order and chaos just oh. uh there 's a constant battle in my head it 's like a car crash that never quite stops
0: life and death good and evil chaos and order penis and uh, or not as <laughs> more
1: much. penis and slightly less <laughs> penis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the famous opposite.
0: Slightly less, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would have, I, as I've pondered, because I get jealous when I see guys who are so hot. And I'm like, I wish I were hotter. It's uh, kind of a thing I've instilled in me. I got a lot of positive attention when I was younger for being more hunky. So then when I, as I've lost my hunk status over the years... Makes me feel worse about myself and jealous of those young hunks. Uh, but if I were to be attracted to those hunks, that would give me such a nice out. I'd just be like, "Ah, uh, I'm not as sexy as Cillian Murphy, but I could have sex with him. That's an option. Exactly. Maybe i think about that instead. That's, uh, that's yeah. Is that how?
1: That's how I get out of it. <laughs> I I see hot hot dudes, mm-hmm. and then I convince myself they might be into bears." I could grow a beard. A lot I'd, of
0: people are into bears. So. I'd hate
1: the fucking beard. <laughs> but I'd grow it and then just pretend I'm a bear. I'm not. Do you have body hair? A bit.
0: How much you think? Mm. Like in percentage?
1: Probably not enough to be a bear.
0: You need quite a bit.
1: Yeah. I might have to <laughs> cover myself in wacky glue and go to a barber shop and roll on the floor.
0: <laughs> and be that kind of bear. It's sad that you need these certain qualifications to be that uh, standard of beauty, the bare standard of beauty. There's a lot of controversy about it. I think I've talked about it on Podtoid before. There's even a documentary about labeling people as bears and if it's fair to, to do because some people feel left out because they're not bearish enough. There, we should come up with a term for, for guys that look like you, for sex. Sex wastes guys. of time. No, no, no. I'm thinking... Um, I'm th- I can think of one that's good. Um, jam jars. <laughs> <laughs> no, <one of> the- <laughs> yeah, why not?
1: Sweet, why not? sweet
0: jam. Sweet, sweet jam. Sweet, you sweet can deliver jam. it. You got it.
1: Um, I think I'll have good. to ask what... Because I've had some... Some males have... have, have uh, well, we talked about it a bit last week. Mm. You know, some men have expressed interest... In um giving exactly Giving Me a V for Vendetta sequel. <laughs> I guess I'll have to ask them, maybe they'll know more than me, what that should be classified as. I think it should be classified as as silliness. Aww. But we will say Jonathan. I'd like to know. Yeah.
0: There's words. It's fun to come up with new words, even if they're maybe bad. It's just fun to try. Yeah. Uh, what else happened video games? Talk fuck more about, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, double fine, stuff happened with them. People are thinking about it all the time now. Something yes. about money?
1: I think what happened is they like I'm late to the loop because I've I've just lost interest in so much Kickstarter stuff. I've mm-hmm. even I've even backed I du- I backed the Double Fine Kickstarter when it was a thing and mm-hmm. I just stopped paying attention to it. They're they're welcome to my money. Um, Mm. You know, I'd only spend it on pointless frivolities anyway. So, from what I could ascertain from people, they received a massive amount of money, way more than they expected, and Tim Schafer's ambition got the best of him, and they tried to make something a lot bigger, and this is what I call pulling a game industry, where they just got way too ambitious, got carried away, and then realised, oops, we have no money. Uh, to do what we wanted to do. And I think what's happening is they're breaking it up into an episodic game now, or they're doing some sort of early access play thing that other people who aren't backers have to pay to get so they can make some more money. Well, um, no,
2: the the development well, the development time on it was uh, going to extend in, like, tw- July 2014. Oh. And, you know, they're like, that's too far or or... 2015 maybe it was. I can't exactly remember. It was a ridiculously huge scope thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and they were going to fund it additionally with other money, you know, revenue that had been generated from Steam sales to accomplish this goal, it, it seems like. Um, which, you know, I don't really have a problem with that. Although it, it sort of... I was always concerned once the money of that Kickstarter started getting really, really high that it could be one of those situations where they try to accomplish too much because now they have all of this money and opportunity and, and the scope can become so grand. But mm-hmm. what's going to happen is they're going to release the first half of it in January. Um, of this year? In an, in, uh, 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 yeah, this coming January. Oh, exciting. Uh, in a in a like early access mode. I don't think they're going to sell it at that point as an episodic thing. I think that's just to hold people over until the project's finished.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you backed it, you get that, and
2: if you right. didn't backed it, you can buy that? I don't know that they're going to make it available for purchase at that time. It didn't sound that way based on what I'd read. Now, maybe something else has come out since then that I've missed, but um, it what? sounded A like little... it was just... I'm sorry, good. It sounded like it was just what they were doing to set up uh, their backers. I mean, it's not I've like read... the message was sent out publicly.
0: Yeah, the, there was something I've read so many little things here and there um, that they are also doing the documentary at the same time, and then they ended up putting a lot of the money into the documentary, like uh, the over a million dollars when that money was supposed to go to the game. And, um, but I haven't heard that from Tim Schafer. There's just a lot of people feeling negatively and also wanting to catch people's attention and gain their Twitter following probably by just tweeting something. Salacious and negative about the thing to try to spark some emotion in people and therefore spark their uh, following. So, uh-huh. well, I mean,
1: someone said to me, they said, "Look, we want to know what's happening with our three million dollars," which surprised me because I didn't know that this guy, this random guy on Twitter, had donated three million dollars to the thing. It amazed me. Um, Big facetious, of course, Jonathan. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. The point yeah. being
1: that. It, it's not like we all invested loads of money um, you know yes three they had three million but not from one guy um, but at the same time I mean I get being concerned it's like they definitely got silly and, and kind of fucked up um, but at the same time they've not done anything wrong yet. they've it, when, I, when I say that I mean they've not scammed anyone. They've not under-delivered on what they're working on. Mm -hmm. Um, And people need to realize that that's kind of what Kickstarter is about. This is something people have been trying to stress from the very beginning. um, To echo what a lot of people are saying, it's not a pre-order system. It's not, we give you this money and we'll definitely get exactly what we want. You're giving these, you're gambling, like a real investment kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a gamble. Um, it was I think it was Phil Fish who said like and uh, sorry Phil I'm quoting you on Twitter I know you hate that but he tweeted something to the effect of of people wanting to see how the sausage is made and then being shocked by what happens to sausage meat before it's made um, and how vile it is and and you know this is what Kickstarter does is it especially with the double fine run gives you the kind of a look at the ...the nastier edge of game development... and the the various problems that can arise... ...and... ...this time we get to be the investors... ...kind of wondering... ...what the fuck's happening with our money... ...so... ...it's... ...it's been enlightening, I'll say that... ...I mean, I, I dropped money into the Double Fine thing... ...not a huge deal... ...um... ...I'm certainly not annoyed yet... ...I'm not pissed off... ...I probably won't be... ...because it was such a long time ago... ...and I'm terrible with my own money... Which is why I. Um, which is why Alex is my accountant and I'm only allowed little bits of it to spend on pointless shit and sweets. So, you know, it's one of those situations where I don't care <laughs> very much. It
0: is interesting a little bit to find out things that yeah. are happening with a game. Sure.
1: It's something I will be looking into a lot more because there may be, you know, a Junquisition in it or something. Mm. Because at the very, you know, I say I don't care, it's it's more that I um, am still a bit out of the loop on it and decided to cover up my lack of intimate knowledge with a joke. But from what I've seen, it's certainly an enlightening look at what happens with um, game development, especially when it comes to creators being allowed to handle their own cash. Or Mm -hmm. or rather, the cash of others. um, And highlights some problems with that. And, yeah, it's interesting from that regard. And may even cause me to re-examine a few things I've sort of thought about the game industry. Not a huge deal, but just little nuanced things that I maybe didn't consider so much before. So, yeah, at the very least, it's an intriguing, compelling little thing. Um, But it's also this sort of situation where so many people are crying scam that they've been doing this a lot, gamers, lately, and I don't think many people know what the word scam means. Um, It's not a scam until Tim Schafer takes all that money that you gave him and buys himself a little jet with it and flies away and we never see him again. Um, It seems like people got addicted to crying scam with uh, the Anita Sarkeesian Kickstarter. Uh, Again, preemptively. Um, And then were fueled by things where there were a a few legitimate, questionable Kickstarter things. Like the woman who wanted to send her kid to RPG camp, even though she's got like a million, thousand, million dollars. And even that, from what I remember, wasn't a legit scam. It was just someone trying to get money that they could have spent themselves. Which isn't really a scam, unless she was saying i 've got no money, and I live on the street. you know, so I think people have got a bit dramatic about it to me. It just looks like they are doing what happens in game development, which yeah. you know maybe speaks more to the changes that need to go in into game development a lot more and and developers that need to learn their lessons, but it's not a scam yet.
0: Well, we've talked a lot about uh how it's nice when smaller developers are more honest and more transparent. Conrad has uh come back and said it is nice, but it's often stupid and they should uh they're getting themselves in trouble potentially. And this is an example of that. Um Capcom, people are still angry at. I, I, every day I read at least three or four comments of people just saying, I hate Capcom, like for nothing. Just like, you know, Capcom's making a new Mega Man board game. I hate Capcom. And they've got a Mega Man avatar every time. Uh, It's a weird thing where the, the audience these days wants it to be like professional wrestling where you either love someone or then they do a heel turn and then you hate them and then you love hating them for a while and then they do something you like. Um, And the more transparent companies are, the more people are having this love and hate relationship with them and getting themselves in trouble, Capcom in particular. If they had never been so open and saying, well, we don't know if we're going to be able to make Mega Man Legends, but we're going to try, and then it fell apart, then if people never knew that process was happening then they would have never been angry. And if people didn't know that they include DLC on the disc, they just didn't get caught doing that like other companies
2: do without getting caught.
0: Right. Um, it's like, you, you know, I,
2: I don't, I don't want to know that you killed John F. Kennedy. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to know that. I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't do it. We're not going to talk about it. At because all. Because my ignorance to that knowledge mm-hmm Makes me happy, makes me safe. Because the moment I know that you killed John F. Kennedy with the use of a Nazi time travel machine,
0: <laughs> didn't do it.
2: Then I, I know. Uh, then I've got to, you know. There's a crack in the narrative that was my life up to this time, and I'm going to have to delve deeper, and I'm going to have to discover all sorts of other awful things that you've done, and it. Well,
1: would- I mean, like that time when he dug up Marilyn Monroe and just danced about with the corpse. And filmed it and put it on YouTube. Um, tasteless. I'm, I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> that. And that was Tuesday.
2: Tasteless. Why would you just do that Tuesday? You mean
0: yesterday? Right. Tuesday? I didn't do that Tuesday. I was very busy yesterday. I didn't have time to... And even if I did have time, I wouldn't do that. It's, it's gross. And mean. Maryland seemed nice.
1: Dressing up like a dog and telling David Berkowitz to do those things <laughs> Jonathan you you need to give the Nazi time machine back to the Nazis they built it they earned it take it back Hitler's probably still there in the past wanting to know what's happened to angel and the rest of the gang at angel investigations
0: So <laughs> they're called yeah <laughs> Um, uh, I didn't do it. I'm, I'm not a terrible pe- person. I was going to stammer when you announce that. <laughs> more convincing.
2: Uh, well, I think you might think that you're a terrible person. You're just not this kind of a terrible person. So I'm you're not, not entirely certain terrible. if it's a lie? Yeah, it's
0: true. There's a lot of things I do that I admit. Multiple times a day at my day job, I just look at someone and say, I am the all-time worst. I did that today to a nurse. Do you want to
1: know what I do multiple times a day at my day job?
0: (laughs) Sure, I'd like to know.
1: Masturbate over pornography. Uh, I hadn't... really? Yeah, I've got a home office, of course I do. (laughs) That's half of my working day.
0: That doesn't sound bad.
1: It's pretty good. It's a sweet deal.
0: Sounds just fine. Uh, I need to remind people to not watch the movie called The Watch. That's something I need to do regularly. I should do that at least twice a day. Watch. Don't watch it. Well, now I want it. No, don't watch the watch.
1: Don't. Who watches the watch, man?
0: Sad man. It is Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill. Oh,
1: that one.
0: Wow, this is
2: sounding so terrible already.
1: Go on. I like
0: all those guys. Fine, they've all made. Not together. Like it could be, you know, it's one of those movies that proves that comedy is um very subjective and that even on paper, like maybe the script is even good. There it's 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 hard to describe where it went wrong because uh in theory, everything works. You know, Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, kill an alien. They feel its bloody uh, corpse and feel uh, the, the uh, stuff that it exudes from its wounds. And they say, it's like, come. This is like, come. I guess that should be funny, right? It's not. It does
2: not sound funny at all.
0: It happens a lot. It happens like three or four times in the movie where Vince Vaughn just looks at the screen and goes, come? Come! Come! And I'm just like, no. no Vince no. Vaughn
1: without context. Like Just saying come, come, come That that's is funny, funny. <laughs> That's what happens in the movie And you,
0: and you forget the context Because it goes on for so long They're just in the woods Being like, yep, that's come alright Hey guys, that's come alright Hey guys, <laughs> that's come alright Just so many times, yeah. so many
1: times. Maybe yeah. instead of an alien It's you, Jonathan And instead of alien blood Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller Are just masturbating onto you and then once they orgasm and, and release their uh, sorted payload, they forget that they've done it. And then they run their fingers on you and just say, ugh, this is like cum. <laughs> they forgot? How did they? <laughs> they just uh... forgot. They're just, they're just ugh, ugh, ugh. Uh! Uh! What was I doing? <laughs> oh, I can smell loads of cum. And then Ben Stiller's like, ugh, uh! Uh! oh god, that is like, oh that smells like too much cum. And then they look down at you and you're basically just a, like a, a cum mountain at this point. Too much? Like there was they, an been amount doing that this... would have
0: been the right amount and there's like, this is too much smell of the, the cum. Actually. <laughs> well, it's,
1: much. it's, they've been doing it for hours. And you are at this point just like a little cum mountain. You look like that thing from Popeye. The white Blob.
0: Oh, I don't know about this guy. The he made snoo. a oh, oh, maybe I know him.
1: Was it maybe, Popeye yeah. or some other old cartoon? I think
0: it was some other cartoon, but I think I know what yeah. you're talking but about.
1: But you look like that. Or Casper the Friendly Ghost. Except instead of friendly, it's just cum. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: awful. Casper the fr- Friendly Casper Ghost. Casper the Cummy Ghost. Yeah, yeah,
1: Casper the
0: Cummy Ghost. <laughs> He's not good. They are ectoplasmy.
1: We could do a whole series of films like this.
0: We could. Remaking,
1: like, Mm -hmm. classic ghost stories and stuff, but it's just you, just dripping with jizz. That's gross. Casper the Cummy Ghost. Ghost. (laughs) That's already a hit. It's not. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's a little bit good. I mean, there are some people that would be like, oh, I love porn parodies.
1: Hooray. But. It's not porn parody. It's it's, no, no, no! I mean, it's it's a shot-for-shot shot remake, but instead of ghosts, you're walking around just dripping with semen, fully clothed. You wear your clothes, and you're just going, Whoa. "Cummy ghost dad, <laughs> cummy ghost dad." Oh no! <laughs> with Bill
0: Cosby, yeah. or me yeah. again. Oh good, Pulter... rather... with, with you. Yeah, well,
1: no, no, with you, are the, the, Cos... the
2: cummy, you're the cummy ghost. I wanted to get out of it.
1: Poltergeist, cum come. <laughs>
2: They're
0: coming! <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> you did it! You did the actual joke of this episode, like, 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 like joke you'd write for thirty rocks.
1: This is brilliant! Instead of uh, there was that recent one, the Del, De, I was gonna say Benicio del Toro, the um, Guillermo del Toro film, mm. Mama, comma <laughs> Gross. That writes itself.
0: It did almost. You had to write it, but the rest did itself. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I used to. Did I talk about this already on PodToy? The
1: Committerville Horror.
0: (laughs) It would be horrifying and gross. Uh, The uh, smell? Lady and
1: White? We don't even have to change that title.
0: I didn't even know that was one. Lady in White. It's one. Suspiria? Jisperia. Jisperia, yes. Uh, life. There
1: aren't many good
0: ghost story films. There aren't a whole ton. Uh, They try to make them. There's a new one, The Conjuring. The ad was fun. I saw it before World War Z.
1: The (laughs) Conjizing.
0: That's got uh, that woman I like in it, whose name escapes me. The Come in the Machine.
2: (laughs) That's not even mean. (laughs) <laughs> so the ghost in the machine. Oh, the the.
1: You notice album. There there comes a point when it's hard to rhyme ghost story titles with anything that sounds like semen and jizz. So you just replace a word. <laughs> it's not elegant. It just gets the job done. If you watch the come in the machine, you know what's going to happen. It's mostly you fucking a MacBook Air, Jonathan.
0: <laughs> uh, that's a computer. You can't. How do you get an erotic? Any erotic stimulation out of, uh... With
1: whatever. a lot of patience.
0: <laughs> patience? I think the longer I do it, the the less
1: erotic it would feel. Not if we inject you full of bull steroids. Oh.
0: <laughs> then I'm just, uh... Humping anything that I can find. Anything <laughs> You'll nearby.
1: You'll probably just be throwing up. That too. A lot. I don't Why? know how bull steroids work. I've just got a load of them and an itchy syringe finger.
0: Have I talked on Podtoid before about when I was younger and I just had ideas and I shared them with people? And because I had an idea, I thought, this must be good. I mean, I wouldn't just have an idea unless it was good, right? And I would tell everyone, like, you know, Steven Spielberg, he's done it all. He has conquered every genre. It's time for him to do gay porn. And he could get away with it. He could do Munch Fever, where it's just all <laughs> butt much. The whole movie. <laughs> and he'd, he'd light it, and, and people would look. And I'd be not laughing, and they wouldn't be laughing. I'd be looking at them seriously like, who else could do it? And then episode one
2: came you're out, and you were just like, this is it. What, Bud munch? No, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, that was George Lucas. Oh, who were you talking about?
0: Uh, Steven Spielberg.
2: Oh, Spielberg? Oh. oh, God. So then uh, Indiana Jones 4 came out, and... <laughs> <laughs> there was no butt monster. The
0: joke's still saved, everyone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, life.
0: Well, I should do the questions kinda soon. Uh, I'm in a real weird spot with Teenage Pokemon right now. Machinima said oh, uh, we'll just have to skip this week because it's 4th of July and we're all out of the office in, like, the next hour. But then they emailed me while I was doing Podtoid and said, actually, if you get it to us real soon, we can do it. And the animator just emailed me and said, I'll be done in two hours, maybe. And the video editor is like, i got to take care of my fiancé's friend, but I've got two minutes, maybe. So I'm all sorts of all over the place with this. And it's an exciting episode. I really want people to see it. It's about drones. Is this the one I'm in or not? No, you, Jim. Uh, I'm um... not
1: interested, then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we saved you for the finale. It could be the whole series finale, because the amount of stress that making the show puts on me, I don't know if I can put up with it anymore. I'm going to at least have to take a break for a while after this, and uh, we'll see. But if it is the, the final episode of Teenage Pokemon ever, you have the very last line, oh. with Jim. And it's pretty cute. I saw some roughs of it. The animator's working on it now, and it's T-shirt-worthy. It's, it's adorable. Anyway, uh, is
1: that okay if I do the questions? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking voices. Uh-huh. Um, we've all been asked to voice a, an upcoming um, Portal mod, is it not? Oh, I
0: forgot that happened. Yeah, who was doing that?
1: So I was asked today. Someone sent me a message a while ago, but it's 50-50 whether a message will actually reach me... Um, and then another 50-50 that I'll remember to respond. So he got to me today, and yeah, they're doing... Um, I, f- I forget what it's even called, but I'll give you more details when it's near the time, because they're currently rewriting it, but all okay. three of us, Podtoid gang, have been asked to uh, voice uh, an upcoming portal. That's so touching. Marked.
0: Oh, I hope that goes well. Yeah, there's yeah. been quite a, a bit of behind-the-scenes video game things going on in my life lately. I wonder if any of them will actually happen. At least two, could be really good. Could be uh, good, yeah. Yeah,
1: and, you, um, are, are you in jazz punk, Jim? I'll be in jazz punk. Yes, that's exciting. I reconfirmed this week. Um, that's the upcoming game. It's been previewed on Destructoid. Um, don't know if we'll be able to review review it with that kind of conflict. I mean, I certainly wouldn't. It would be up to We'll have to discuss whether another member of staff can can do it. But uh, that's an upcoming game. It's been getting quite a bit of attention on Destructoid, of course, on Rock, Paper, Shotgun, PC Gamer, um, a comedy adventure game. Um, and I will be doing a voice in it. And I think Max Scoville from uh, Ye Olde Podtoid and the Destructoid show uh, will also be having a role in it. So, exciting. Yeah,
0: good friends with uh, Luis. Uh, Luis is making that. He was on mm-hmm. subcoms. Last year? Earlier? This year? I can't remember now. But he's a good guy. Very nice person. Um, The questions are rolling in. Uh, This this one gets asked every week. And it's probably from the same guy. Blasted the worm on Twitter. Asks, when you guys imagine a bag of dicks, do you picture the balls? People want to know this. I've never imagined a bag of dicks until just now. It's just a, a series of sounds next to each other. Never actually visualize, and I don't picture the balls now that I'm picturing it.
2: Not balls, no. No, I don't. Uh, the balls aren't there.
1: No, just no. the dicks. Yeah, I would have to say the same, and, and I've made my, my uh, philosophy on testicles well known. So yes, I don't know what. Well, I mean, just at the beginning of this episode, for one. You don't I can't b- remember what happened? Ah, uh, here <laughs> I, I am expressing deep emotions. The kind that would make David Cage wet his pants. Um, but in this case, um, no balls on dick bag.
0: No balls on dick bag. No. So that means you don't like testicles?
1: Love them, but I'm you, not... You love them. Yeah, but I'm not... Maybe, maybe I just don't want to see them um, stripped of their dignity by just being jostled around in a burlap sack they got their own sack to deal with.
0: Alright, so putting a ball sack in a sack of dicks is disrespectful.
1: It's just not good for the balls. It's not good for you. Don't do it. Gotcha. Huh. I'm
0: just going to block this guy. Sorry. I'm getting some (laughs) questions that aren't that good. Um, Block. Sorry. He seems like a nice guy, too, but he's got to... Stick to your principles. Um,
1: what did he do? Did he call you Onion Joseph? No, no.
0: That's good. I should do that again this weekend. Thank you for reminding me. I'll just ask people, you know, if you call me Tiny, Tiny Feet Holmes, <laughs> then you're blocked. And they'll all do it. I no.
1: want to call you Tiny, Tiny Feet Holmes right now. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Brilliant. Because I said it was okay. Special uh, dispensation.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see. R- Rogue Legacy. Have we played that?
1: Uh, I
2: I have I have played it I've played it I a little, you, but not
1: enough. I saw you it. pop up on my Steam and said you were yeah, playing I, Rogue Legacy. I,
2: I've I've played it. Okay, so I've my Steam profile says I've got like seventy-five hours in it. There's no way that that's right. Please god You're don't sure? let that be right. It's probably no, I've right. No, I left it on I've left it on overnight a couple of times. Oh, so okay. it that throws the entire but I've done as much like I can't grow anymore in the game. I'm on like the eighth new game plus. Well, um, for
0: for people that don't know, run them down real quick. What happens?
2: It's uh okay, so it's a 2D platformer in a style of like the Symphony of the Night games or uh, or, the, or the Castlevania 2D platform exploration games, the Metroid-style exploration games, that whole deal, uh, in a castle that redesigns itself every time you run through it. and There are four bosses and then a final fifth boss after you've gone and explored to access the bosses and kill them. Uh, You can approach it in any order. Every time you go in the castle rearranged, it rearranges itself um, and so you spend the collected gold on a run through it on upgrading your knight for the next generation that runs. And every generation has a choice of children that you pick from with different classes and some spellability and these traits that are kind of interesting where, you know, they're, they're conditions uh, that your character has that can affect gameplay or not affect it at all. Uh, so, like, your character can have no foot pulse which sounds kind of silly and weird, but that means you don't set off spike traps in the dungeon. Oh, okay. Because that's how it checks to see if you're alive. Or your character can be bald, which does nothing, as far as I can tell. Um, similar to being gay. Being gay does nothing. And, in the game? Or yeah, has no, it has no impact in the game. Other than, I guess, the ending is a little bit different because you return home to a love interest character. Um, sounds the same. So, Nah, yes, presumably crazy. it would be the same gender. I don't know if I've actually... I, I haven't made the observation myself, but that's what I've read. Huh, interesting. Uh, so does it ever end? Uh, every time Wait. you every time you complete the fifth boss thing, um, hmm. you come back out in a new game plus and it ratches up the uh, experience level of all the enemies. So oh, okay. it's progressively more difficult every time you try and c- complete it. So, you
0: can feel a sense of completion if you want to after the fifth level, but from there, you can go on to see what else uh, new heirs, new uh,
2: spawn that you birth might do. See what yeah. the enemies are like. Huh, that yeah, sounds great. I mean, it's a game where you expect to die over and over and over again. Sure. It's just, yeah, that's just that's the nature of the beast. It's a roguelike kind of deal. like roguelike-
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. I didn't mean to keep cutting you off. Um, yeah. I tried to get that game on consoles today and I had some success. In my spare time, I just emailed those guys and were like you should be on Supplem sometime. And they're like, "Sure." And I was like, "You should put your game on consoles." They're like, "We don't know the guy." And then I sent them emails. And They're like, "Oh, great. So, maybe that'll happen. That'd be cool." Yeah, it's fun. It's some of the most fun not work things I do is just be like, "You guys want to know some other guys and Maybe put your game on other things. And oftentimes it goes somewhere. It's a game I'd
1: want on the PS Vita.
0: Mm. There are many yeah. games
1: That's... increasingly that I look, I see them on PC and I think I really would prefer that on my Vita. Um, Leg- Rogue Legacy is one of them. I'm definitely going to buy it. I've not had time really to play it or anything, so I've not bought it yet. Definitely mm. buying it, especially after I heard that they, uh, they've been pretty sad, been pretty down, because... Uh, they had the gay trait in that game, the, the gay character that does nothing, and their whole point of that was some of their traits are kind of hindering to characters, some of them do nothing, some of them are beneficial, mm-hmm. and the gay one was explicitly um, this um, neutral trait. Uh-huh. And so that's it, something
2: that was never in question from my perspective. Like The minute I saw it, and I, that was my immediate association, was that it wouldn't do anything, and it never never did.
1: Yeah, and like
2: that just made sense.
1: But they've been really, like, really classy about it. Just they've been sad that they they didn't blame anyone. They just felt there that maybe they didn't do a good job communicating the message and the point of it. That was that you know this character is gay. It's not a bad thing. Um, but there were some people. They said they received some pretty nasty comments from people and and people saying they were going to pirate the game now and tell everyone else to pirate it and, ju- and just some really like horrid things um because they took it as a slight as, as a homophobic insult um which certainly wasn't my understanding and i don't think it was the understanding of um a lot of people that played it um but that really resolved for me because i i thought it was nice that they threw that trait in um and that's the kind of thing that people should be um acknowledging and, and wanting more of not punishing um, you know, that just scares people away from touching these issues if they think it's going to open them up to abuse and, and threats and things. Yeah. Um, so for that, that, that was the reason that that was the thing that totally sealed the deal on my wanting to get it. Um, aside from the fact that it looked like a very good game and, and one that um, spoke to the kind of stuff I like. So,
0: yeah. Huh. Well, uh, very interesting. I didn't know that that was talked about that much. And speaking of which, sort of, A guy named Almost Gay on Twitter asks, uh, has working at Detoid hampered or heightened your appreciation of games? Also, in an emergency, how much toothpaste could you eat? So I guess we'll take that one by
2: one. Do you want to start it, Conrad, or you, Jim? Ask the question again because my wife was trying to talk to me about bagels.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather have that conversation than anything on Podtoid.
2: He wants to know if working at Destructoid has hampered
0: or heightened our appreciation of games. I could start answering, I guess, so you guys can think. Um, It's definitely changed how I view video games in my life from being like, I want to get away from responsibility, I want to goof off, to I have to play this game now. I am responsible for getting it done by a certain time and thinking about it in a certain way and writing about it as well as thinking about it. So that's my immediate association with video games now, Uh, not as uh, something to avoid work, but rather uh, a part of work. But at the same token, I'm at the point in my life where working feels better than not working because I'm old and I don't have that much time left on Earth. So when I am working, I feel more productive than when I'm not. So I rarely feel the urge to play a video game just for fun anymore. Um, But I often want to play them to find out about them and then write them, uh, write about them like I do just about every week on Subhomes. I I replay the games that the developers have made and uh, think about them as deeply as I can to have a better conversation on the show every week. Uh, And of course, reviewing games and whatnot. So I enjoy looking at video games as work now. So I wouldn't say it's Hampered my experience. It's definitely heightened it, but it's changed it pretty deeply. And I could eat a whole tube of toothpaste for sure. I could eat two. I could eat two. I would feel terrible. I would. I've done stupider things though. I covered my whole body in latex paint and played a show at a bar with an acoustic guitar. And uh, the the guy who was backing me up on keyboards, he, he he positioned himself behind me on purpose and was just making faces and pointing at me, and everyone would laugh. and be like, I didn't do anything funny, and then I figured out it's because uh, my keyboardist was, um, was mocking me publicly. That's and dumber than eating the toothpaste. I
1: and think. we give him ideas, and he shoots them down, Conrad.
0: Yeah, I've had way worse ideas than the actual ideas you guys come up <sighs> with. Like my stupid butt munch idea. I was so into that, and it wasn't like a week I talked about that. It was like all year that year. I'd go on a date with a girl, and you know, what do you want, pizza? And she'd be like, oh, I love pepperoni pizza. I'm like, well, no pepperoni for me. Sorry. And also, don't you think Spielberg should start making gay porn? Butt Munch? He should make a movie called Butt Munch. He could get away with it, and then obviously the date. <laughs> that in there. Now, all year, I didn't learn. I thought it was their problem that they didn't like the idea. Ugh, uh, weeding out the, the, the duds with my Butt Munch idea. Anyway, yeah, yeah. You guys got any hot ideas?
1: Um, I would say it's, in many ways it's enhanced my appreciation of games as an art form. Um, getting to appreciate uh, or and approach every game I play with the idea toward um, critically examining it uh, with other like-minded people and uh, talking about it with this big community and industry and, and whatnot. It's, it's exciting to me. That's an exciting thing. Um, Also getting to talk to the developers I've talked to, and just learning more. I mean, that's a big thing when you start covering this stuff, is um, we're all amateurs of some degree, and it's just becoming slightly less amateur as the years go by. So you're always learning some fascinating stuff about the uh, industry. Um, At the same time, my appreciation towards the capital I industry the business of making games that's only gone down um mm. more and more as i've learned more and more um sort of i think it more or less culminated during the whole Sopa pipper thing with the esa backing that and, and whatnot and that that was the big disillusioning moment for me and and from then on uh the jimquisition and a lot of the articles i wrote became more and more consumer advocacy um which again is a very exciting part of, of the business now for me. So, that's kind of it. And and I've talked about this on my show before, on the Jimquisition, about how I love games more and more as an art, and hate them more and more as a business. So, yeah, it's kind of gone up in one way, gone down in another. As for the toothpaste thing, I I mean, I could probably eat as many tubes as you want, if there was a reward for it, if there was a point. I'm not going to do it by choice. I'm not even going to do it for a dare, for, for, for just bragging rights. There's nothing to brag about. Also... Uh, It would also depend, I think, on the toothpaste itself, how much you could do. If it's your straight white toothpaste, your vanilla, regular, minty, fresh, thick, white, congealed toothpaste, that's going to be tricky. If it's the blue stuff, if it's the see-through, blue, gummy-type stuff, I bet you could get a lot more down. Um, Maybe the, 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 the white with the red streaks through it. Half and half, but then again, it's got a sharper taste. It might not stay down so well.
0: None of it's going to stay down very well. You're not supposed to eat that stuff. It's <laughs> got, like, chlorine and spikes in it. It's <laughs> not going to be in the, in the stomach.
1: Chlorine and spikes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not oh, real. It's yeah.
1: Mustard fatty.
0: gas. <laughs> uh, Do you want to speak to that, Conrad? Sure, we I talked won't. about it for a bit.
2: But just please. real quick, I mean, oh, I, I think that as a result of spending a lot of time playing more and more games and I play more games now I complete far far fewer than I used to Mm -hmm. Um, but you know the sort of constant flow of different stuff that sort of passes in front of you while doing this job is a, a real advantage in getting to gain an appreciation of how games are constructed, and what mechanics work and what don't and uh, so that 's been incredibly valuable um, but i the games I play for fun at this point they're things that are rote, you know things that i don 't have to spend any time thinking about, um, which is the the real difference uh, i think in in what this job has done. Uh, in my approach to playing games for fun because when I worked in a crappy retail job where I didn't really have to think about anything I'd come home and I'd play games that made me think mm-hmm. now I play games that allow me to just shut off my, my thinking part of my brain and rely entirely on crocodile brain reflex
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, so that I think has shifted a bit but it absolutely has made me appreciate games more um, all the time There's just so much out there Oh and, and on the toothpaste thing What kind of timeline are we talking about here Like do I have to just consume nothing But the toothpaste nonstop, Or is this you know You are on a desert island and you've got A crate of toothpaste and that's it uh, Give me some more I details I was guessing we'll it was like about. a
0: gun to your head This is an emergency Eating a toothpaste will get you through it
1: Are you How squeezing you the tubes Or is it like you're eating it with a spoon in a bowl I'm assuming you're squeezing the toothpaste. I don't know what would be worse in that situation.
0: Spoon, because then you, you have the subconscious idea, oh, pudding, and then <laughs> that's just mint. Yeah. And how many am I expected to eat? That's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm extrapolating on the question on the behalf of Almost Gay, because uh, he didn't give us these details. But I'm guessing you've got a gun to your head, and they're like, you've got to eat as much toothpaste as you can, then we'll decide if you live or die. So oh. you know you got to eat as much as, but you, you know oh. for all you know, eating a tube and well, they'll be like, "Great job," and then leave.
2: <laughs> but maybe not. Is there a glass of water? Then again, if I mean, if there's not a glass of water, uh, I could no probably way. do about no water, uh, uh, probably eight tubes of two of <laughs> so My tubes.
1: my brother and Louie from the flat,
2: the uh-huh. old
1: flat in Bromley, they do that without anyone telling them to do it. <laughs> they they do it for the. For the thrill. Uh, I saw saw a video of theirs from 2008 where they were eating a Dorset Naga between the pair of them. Dorset Naga at the time in 2008 was the world's hottest chili pepper. Um, And they were just munching it down until just suddenly... (laughs) um, The image of my brother and and Louis just, just snot and spit, just lines of it, it wasn't even dripping out of their mouths and noses, like just three distinct clear lines just hanging from their faces under one faucet with water coming down, Louis on top my brother below, my brother's just sucking up water that's dribbling out of his friend's mouth, he doesn't care at that point and that's their idea of fun so... We That's should extreme. We should realistically just ask them to eat as many tubes of toothpaste as possible and find out how many scientifically the human body can keep down, because they'll do it. Uh, I, uh, did you say we have to pay them? How much money, you think? No, no, we don't have to pay them a damn thing. We just ask them. Yeah, we just have to say, I bet you couldn't eat toothpaste until you vomit. That's it, just throw down the challenge Um, Basic Londoner Machismo will do the rest
0: (laughs) Uh, So many questions have come in I feel badly not getting to them Many about David Boreanaz And also Matt Borealis
1: People want to know He has a Twitter account
0: He only has three followers Um, His profile says TV's Angel, Star of the Upcoming Die on my dick tonight yeah. Uh, he's only got three followers So go check him out, Matt Borealis He seems pretty good uh, People asking, like uh, Shadowboy Tyler Asking if David Boreanaz will be a guest on Podtoid he, he, Would you invite him on, Jim? Would you just please invite him uh, for a change?
1: David Boreanaz is <laughs> welcome to come on Podtoid Whenever he likes That's an open invitation
0: It's very nice of you
1: Is he a bad enough dude to take it? We don't know
0: uh people also asking about don matrick i totally forgot to even talk about this because it is pretty interesting um people asking who should take over for him dpad joe asked specifically if we could choose anyone in the world to take over for don matrick at microsoft who would it be brian blessed (laughs) that wouldn't be bad for my life that would make my work and life better we already
1: have an offline console it's called an Xbox 360. <laughs>
0: For those that don't know, Brian Blessed uh, played a Hawkman in the Flash Gordon movie. He played Johann Sebastian Bach in the Bach documentary my mom likes to watch every year. And if I don't call him, if I call him back, she gets very mm. annoyed. Bach she says.
1: Yep, he was uh, in episode one. Of Star Wars? Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. What's the
1: big, gungan boss guy, Boss Nass. Oh, he's Boss Nass. Yeah. Uh-huh. No wonder I love Boss Nass so much. That makes perfect yeah. sense. In Britain, he's done all sorts. I mean, the guy's on all sorts of TV shows. He was in the first season of Blackadder.
0: Oh, that sounds great. He uh, he doesn't get to play a variety of roles. He plays I am smart, or he plays. Pain or anger or screaming or laughing. He's great.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He would be very good at that. Rambunctious man. Indeed. Sorry if I jostled the microphone just now. I'm getting excited. Uh,
1: So, yeah. Keep doing
0: it. I'm sorry. Now I'm trying to make it so nice, but it's just making it worse. Uh, I don't have any particular people in mind. I would like to see. I'm just waiting for Valve to take over somebody bigger than them, so they can have more influence on the console space, even though they don't seem to care. uh, They're happy with what they've got, and maybe they do a terrible job of it, but I'm really curious about how their combination of game design, passion, and savvy mixed with their clear knack for business would come together. For um, and uh, when I say business I mean like moving business forward not just like knowing how to make money but actually evolving business models and games uh, to fit what the audience wants these days they're pretty darn good at it and I'd love to see them take over a big company but uh, never happen, they don't seem to care and yeah. it's not easy, it's easier said than done for sure but how about you guys, who do you want to see in charge of Microsoft?
1: Jeff Bridges <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be pretty good. That uh, R.I.P.D. movie doesn't look that bad. I mean, it's just uh, Dead Like Me, the old HBO series mixed with Men in Black, but I don't care. I'll watch that. Looks sure. fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm down. How about you, uh,
2: Conrad? Anyone you want to? No, I don't really have any thoughts about this, and it's just because I I don't think it matters all that much to me. Mm. You know, who winds up heading up that department? I just don't think that's gonna. uh, It's gonna be somebody who tries to talk like one of us, and you know, but still has to be the corporate guy. Mm -hmm. Fuck it.
1: It'll be one of these. Dime a dozen T-shirt with a blazer. Phil Spencer types. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It yeah,
1: says nice. says the guy who wears a T-shirt with a blazer.
2: Exactly. Oh well,
1: uh, yeah, you do it well.
2: Oh my God, Jim, uh, you're perfect. You. Should you do it?
1: I I sweat as much as Steve Ballmer does. <laughs> I'm already qualified. Uh, should we do more questions? I'm so hot and We scared. should never do more questions No, like Never, the default answer Even when we've done none
0: <laughs> Many people ask every week When are you going to do uh, all questions podtoid again? They love those, I guess um, So many things we could do with podtoid I was just thinking this morning While I was in the bathroom Feeling uncomfortable physically uh, Podtoid's going to end someday someday jim is gonna figure out hey i'm really funny i could get on a show with other people that are really funny and have a really popular podcast with like millions of listeners because people won't be like oh i'm just waiting for the funny guy to talk which you know they do i get those emails can you stop talking so jim can talk who the fuck sends you that (laughs) a lot of a lot of people
1: not not i don't want them listening
0: well, they like it, They you know, and uh, who am I to say? You know, I'm grateful for any attention I get, uh, any uh, absorption of my ideas when people take them in, and I feel genuinely guilty when people are like, I hated that thing you did, it made me feel bad for the rest of the day, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I wish I could have warned you, but you watched it already, it's too late. Uh, so yeah, anyway, Podtoid will end someday, you guys. It's not gonna last forever. Isn't that sad?
1: It will outlive us all.
0: <laughs> well, that how many? Where are we at? Two and a half years now.
1: Uh, this version of it, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. It's when Anthony Birch was doing it, and he mm. quit, and we kind of just disbanded the whole thing, and a lot of people were like, "Well, Anthony Birch." And and Brad Nicholson, Topher Candler, Aaron Lindy, and myself, um, that was it. That was Podtoid, and there's no following that up. And then we came out and produced our slop, and people really liked that. And I'm sure there are people that think, well, this is Podtoid now, and there's no following that up. But if, you know, when you kick off your Hollywood career, Jonathan, mm-hmm. when you kickstart that, when Conrad Zimmerman is, you know, on trial for something... And when I'm just dead of a heart attack, um, in three years. Well, I actually years. expected
2: that we would just like make a hologram of you. <laughs> yeah, like Tupac.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. It doesn't even great. say anything, so it's it's no good in this audio medium. But people listening just know it's it's on, and <laughs> they get they're happy with that. And it's just two hours of white noise. <laughs> 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 just, I'm just gonna go listen to the hologram, Mum.
0: I've got, got a new problem. I'm scared. My dog is making sounds like a, like a mogwai. Are you all right, dog? I think we have to wrap up the show because the dog's going to ruin oh, it
1: now. The dog's <laughs> why. We
0: put her in a little cage and she goes, Uh-huh. Blah. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. It's adorable. Uh, what are you guys doing? What did you do this week that you want people to see or do or oh, watch fuck. or listen to? Oh, what did you do?
1: Fucking hell, Jonathan. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, what did I do this week? Uh, there is a gymquisition out. Um, I'm not happy with it. Oh, I'm really? Not happy because this may be the first Jimquisition I've done this year that subs um, at least a thousand likes on Facebook, which is my only measure of a, of a uh, video success until the invoice comes in. Um, it's like an eight hundred something. It's not going to make it to next Monday, and that's made me furious. Because um, it was the because f- I thought, well, I've got to take a break from talking about DRM and used games, and then it didn't. <laughs> wasn't as good. Um, and not that it did bad. It's done all right. But I have high standards, Jonathan. Standards change. I was just thinking today.
0: When have I ever been uh, let down? By having low expectations. Whenever, when was low expectations the wrong move? I couldn't think of a time. I'm trying to readjust my expectations lower. Yeah. So it's like it never hurts. Um, so just getting 20 likes is great.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember being thrilled at like 200, 100 on a gym position, especially when people used to hate it. Yeah. And now I'm just greedy and and <laughs> angry and unsatisfied but it it's doing okay it's called uh, a name launch <laughs> it's called launch splooge. right i that mean with a title idea. like that it should have gotten fucking <laughs> all the views. Launch Blue is about launch libraries and why they um, might not be everything they're cracked up to be. So that's an interesting video. Uh, also on The Escapist, this week there is Jim and the Rhyme Down Spectacular. He did a poem tying gun control in with game violence and I did a poem on indie development and, and how it, indie development claims to be more original than uh, a lot of it is. Uh, also At the time of this going out um, on the feeds, it won't be out, but Thursday morning, no, Thursday afternoon, um, Movie Defence Force, as I discussed earlier in the show, is all about the Michael Bay Transformers film from 2007. Uh, Over on Destructoid, uh, not a lot yet. I'm hoping to have a Super uh, super Best Guide out by the end of the week. And I've got my Deadpool review from last week. That went up, so you can check that out. Uh, over to you, one of you two guys. I will go.
0: Okay. We didn't do Sup Homes last Sunday because my computer, it's working in a lot of ways. Working better than ever. But uh, Google Plus Hangouts, which is how we do sub Homes, just completely wouldn't work. I tried for like three hours and I tried the next day and I rebooted drivers. and uh, So, uh, technical boredom aside. That didn't work, but it will work this Sunday, even if I have to buy a new computer to do it. We're going to have Holly Pickering on. She is at White Paper Games. She is formerly of Traveler's Tales. She got her first job in the industry at 20, right out of college, working on uh, really big games. I can't remember if it was uh, Lego Harry Potter or lego batman 2 but but something that was you know had millions of people in the the audience and she worked there for some time then she decided to split off and uh work independently and is working on this game ether one with white paper games which could be a big deal i i think so it's it's got you know how um, inception was just smart enough to pull in people that just wanted to be smarty and thinky in their movie. And it also was appealing to people that just wanted to see cool looking stuff happen. Or um, see a bunch of feelings happen on the screen. Um, it had that kind of cross appeal. The, her game, Ether One, looks like it has a similar appeal. It is a first person game uh, with nice graphics. Which you don't often see in the indie community. And uh, realistic graphics. But it's uh, very cerebral, very thoughtful, and very interesting. So hope that does well. She'll be on Subhomes this Sunday live on Destructoid, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and also on Twitch TV. Um, so that's good. And also Teenage Pokemon is still roaring ahead. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the Ash versus E3 episode, but people like that one. They like the, the last one from last week even more, which is uh, Brock versus Let's Plays. Very interesting response to that. Um, People uh, people got upset, and that made me feel badly, too. They thought I was indicting all Let's Play fans as sort of morons. That's not the case. I think Let's Plays are just like documentaries, and you might watch a documentary for information or for entertainment or because you're incredibly lonely and you just wish you had friends and you pretend that the Kardashians are your friends. You know, there's lots of reasons why. And this was just a little look at some of that. Along with uh, the original voice actor for Brock, which I'm still happy about. He really talked to Max Scoville and the Anthony Carboni guys. Isn't that weird?
1: He's pretty badass.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just acting with each other. It's funny. On uh, this Sunday, we have an episode that's going to be called Pikachu versus Bronies. We'll see how that goes over. Uh, hopefully, I'll be editing that together in like 10 minutes, actually. So we'll see. And Conrad, how about you?
2: Uh we're going to have a video review of um Walking Dead 400 Days going up here pretty soon. We're going to have an office chat where we'll probably talk a little bit more about the Don Matrix stuff and um and uh, the Double Fine stuff and so you'll be able to hear that, watch that sometime on uh on Thursday and uh that's about it for this week. It's a pretty pretty light one as I'm trying to get some other things going, so Oh, secret things? Sure. Oh. <laughs> oh. My dog is really being a,
0: being a jerk. Well, yeah, She's licking my nose now. She'll be the biggest jerk, and then I'll be like, what are you doing? And then just my whole face gets licked. You that guys. sounds horrible. It's all right. I'm used to it.
1: Sounds uh, like I should be a dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she's struggling, so we better sign off.
1: Yeah, for- tons to conference. do it. A- Bye bye. Time to do a bye. Time bye. for Tubby. Bye bye. Uh,
2: bup, uh, oh, oh, uh, 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 that sounds like some sort of like baby play. Like no, I'm just bye picturing bye. Holmes in a huge diaper.
0: Oh no, that was Soda time. Baby.
1: <laughs> we'll see you next week, gang. You too. Bye. Bye. No, we won't see you two next week. They're too busy oh. going around David Boryana's house. <laughs> it should we map With Callback, funny brilliant (laughs) you seem so sad